This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. This is usually the part where Jinx and Matteo and I have some hilarious banter about our lives uh, before we get into the show. Um, Unfortunately, during the recording of this podcast, our internet went dead, and while Matteo's half of the conversation was saved on his computer, ours was lost forever. So, I think we still have a full-length episode for you, um, but... We are going to jump into the conversation already in progress. Uh, so, you know, you'll have to just kind of uh, wonder what hilarious things we're referencing from earlier in the episode. And next time, it'll be all there. So, anyway, enjoy. Thank you for listening. Here is Hers and Hers and His, a Three's Company podcast uh, with me and Jinx and Matteo. Enjoy. Where were we? What were we talking about? Well, I can tell you. Okay, okay, okay. They have big news. Okay. Big news. Janet's big news is that she got a $10 raise. Right. We were trying to figure out what that meant. Right. Is that, and I think it's $10 a paycheck. You think it's $10? I think $10 a paid paycheck. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes total sense. Yeah. That's a pretty big one. Which is how much? Was for uh, well, I guess every two weeks, five dollars. I'm gonna say, (laughs) let's say it's every week, let's say it's 35 extra bucks a week. Yeah, that's not very much. That's stinky bears. Well, yeah, but you know, everyone worked for nothing. I don't know. She's probably only making like her rent's only $300 a month, so she's probably making like a hundred dollars a week. Yeah. So to suddenly get thirty-five dollars right. more—that's a pretty, that's pretty big. Yeah, no, that's a lot of money. But she's only getting okay. ten, right? We're not. <laughs> yeah, you gonna look it up? <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, okay. So, but Jack is like that. That news is shit. Yeah, <laughs> my news. My news far surpasses oh. Janet's news, and his news is that Jim. Down at the Regal Beagle. Bartender you know, Jim. Old friend Jim. Bartender Jim. Yeah. Friend of the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jim at the Regal Beagle uh, has an uc- uncle, Uncle Anton. Uncle Anton. Who is the chef at La Babite. La Babite. <laughs> okay. First of all, first of all, what? Why does his name have to be Anton? It's the most cliche chef name. Yeah, and who knew that at the late in the late seventies, Anton was was still considered a cliche chef name. It's it's nonsense. Yeah, yeah, Chef Anton, Chef Uncle Anton. It, it, they're trying to make it sound real and official. Yeah, yeah, they might as well have called him Robert. <laughs> 
But over at uh, La Bibite, uh, <laughs> Uncle Anton's looking for an assistant. And Jim thinks that he can get his Uncle Anton to hire Jack. And it pays. It pays. $30 per night. Yeah. Now that's big wow. money. Yeah. $30 a night. Jack might move out. I mean, let's say he has to report in at like 4 p.m. It would be earlier. It'd probably be like 3 to get ready for like a 5 p.m. dinner. Yeah. Yeah. They close like at 9 or 10. I mean, that is, yeah. yeah. That is a low wage. It Well, it seems like it now, but at that time, yeah. Yeah. If, <laughs> if, if we're going on the thing that $100 a week was like a salary then, yeah. For the, you know, then he's doing pretty well. Yeah, you're Pretty right. Good. You're right. Pretty good. I don't know why we're. I don't know why Big I bucks. decided that. But okay. Big bucks. Okay, so he's okay. going to do that. Uh, so and Helen is there. The Ropers are there this whole time, of course. Yeah. And Helen really wants to go there to this French. It's the fanciest French it's restaurant in, in the city. In the city. In town. In Helen's town. House. And uh, she really wants to go there. Mario, what's the fanciest French restaurant in town now? Yeah. Uh, here in Los Angeles? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really go to these, but I like Café Beaujolais in my neighborhood. Oh, Café Beaujolais. Or, <laughs> or over by the Scientology Celebrity Center uh, in Hollywood is another great French restaurant named La Poubelle, which uh, means the little trash can. <laughs> uh, but it's but they're both great. Huh. See, all right, la bibi. But I rarely eat French food because it uh, unsettles my indigenous tummy. Mm. <laughs> Too much dairy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just read a book. Poo. I just read a book about the history of milk. That's why I was mm-hmm. wondering. <laughs> Oh, fascinating. Yeah. I love how you're into the most random books. So stupid books. And it was it was okay. It was pretty good. It was it was ten thousand years of dairy history. Yeah. It was interesting. Oh, anyway. There you go. That's how um, we're here. Well she wants to, Helen wants to go to this restaurant, but Stanley wants to he he's like, let's go to a real restaurant. And she says she doesn't want a McMuffin or whatever. Um, yeah, this is Stanley the, likes McDonald's. Yeah, they have established that Stanley l- loves McDonald's. Right. Right. Yeah, what's that about? I don't know. They keep mentioning McDonald's. <laughs> I wonder if it really was it an early product placement situation? I don't know. I doubt it. I've never heard anything like that. I think like it was that. just ubiquitous. Yeah, it's just everywhere. At that time, and I don't think they were really into product placement like that. Maybe they were. Maybe I'm lying. Who knows? Um, I don't know. Oh, so Jinx wanted she she asked for me to make a note to put a fashion corner in here. Oh, so we want to stop, mm. because, collaborate, and listen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I when I think uh. Three's Company and fashion, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think stereotypical California 80s, like what my idea, idea of California was in the 80s, which is like them right. at the beach uh-huh. and like you said at the zoo. 
Yeah. You know, like those intros to come. That's how I picture it. But I'm realizing now that they, up until this point, have just been super preppy. Like nobody has hmm. been that like California Three's Company short shorts kind of situation really mm. very often mm. they've been more often than not they're in like boots and turtlenecks and stuff it's true yeah but what is that look because i don't know if turtlenecks and like those big riding boots are we're still it's in the, the 70s, 70s but is it preppy right i almost feel like it does try to reach for because when i think the 70s like i think uh, you know that california classic rock you know like fleetwood mac mm. and I think of, you know, floral prints and, mm. um, you know, like a, like a very, um, flowy silhouette, you know, and the guys are like in super skinny jeans and like, you know, everything was like a lot more fitted and tight. Yeah. So I do kind of see them, uh, you know, going in that direction in terms of like what the silhouettes are. Uh, but what I don't get is why we have to bury them in earth tones to the point where if you look at the walls and the carpet and the furniture of the apartment, it's almost the same color. And it might just be that it's because the cameras weren't sensitive enough to pick up enough of the color gradations that we're actually seeing in real life. But to, to lose the cast in the background by putting them in the same colors as the wall and the floors makes no sense to me. And uh, that I never understood why they put the kids in constantly in like tan and and brown and earth tones. They don't stick out against the background. The only people that get color uh, is one of them. Like it's either usually Janet or Chrissy, and then definitely Helen. And then Helen, yeah. Uh, and then sometimes Mister, yeah, sometimes Mister Roper will get incorporate a, a little bit of color. Yeah, yeah. He'll get yeah, but there's only ever one character who pops. The rest of them. <laughs> I wonder are if that was just seventies camera. Yeah, I wonder if that was just such the aesthetic of that time was just so strong that they wanted it to be that that Super deeply earth toned. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it must have been. It must have been. It was huge. It was huge. I love Weird. it. I love it. <laughs> it's very great fashion corner, everyone. Right. Um, okay. Oh, also, what? is that this part? Oh no, it's coming up. Never mind. Chrissy. Now Chrissy's all upset mm-hmm. because all she doesn't sudden. have big job news. Yeah. And she's just got her same right. old job that she's had for how many years did she say? Like eleven years? I don't know. Not eleven years. I don't and know how many it's a lot. All the girls that she started with have either been promoted or gotten married or both. Yeah. Which was a thing. Yeah. That was a thing that, that young women would strive to do when they got into a place of employment like that was you know, rope an executive yeah. and, and uh, make him your husband. Fascinating. Matteo, how do you... And, mean, it, and it was so common. How do you feel about the film Working Girl? Oh, I haven't actually seen that one. But <gasps> what I was referencing was the... Oh. What I was referencing was the scene in Mad Men when Joan... Because uh, Peggy, uh, one of the characters on the show, uh, and Joan, who's like the, the lead sort of secretary, there, right. the office manager, she she says to Peggy... Yeah, uh, you better find yourself a man, and the way you do that is by you know you got to knock out these high collared <laughs> numbers that you're doing and show a little bit of skin. Mm. Oh, well. Sidebar: Then you've got to watch Working Girl because speaking of Fashion Corner, 
Oh. Holy fucking shit. That whole movie is just fashion. It, it's amazing what's happening. How is it? Hmm. What? What was your question? <laughs> what's happening? Me? Yeah. yeah. What, what did you ask? What did you say? Oh, I didn't say anything. I said I said I will definitely check out. Oh, oh, oh okay. okay. Great, great. Oh, weird. I thought he asked a question too. Anyway, that's not what we're supposed to be talking about. Okay. Wait. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he asked a question. What? And you know, the the answer is gonna be completely searchable once this is all over. Right? Oh, you know what? I, I, gotta, I urge I everyone to go me. back. And see if Matteo asked us I a did. question. <laughs> I, maybe I did. Maybe I did. But I got a text right from Philip at that point that totally distracted me. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe it was, just, I did it again. it was just a weird <laughs> communication thing. Oh. oh, man. That was fun. Oh, okay. Okay. All yeah, right. Working Sorry. Girl. Everybody, check okay, it out. Okay, check it out. Watch that. That's great. Okay. So, but she also reveals that she saved the company a bunch of money by helping out and blah, blah, blah. And she tells a long story. Some other girl got the credit. Yes, Susie Brown Mm -hmm. got the credit. And so Mm -hmm. now she's the assistant to the president of the company. Not Chrissy. Not Chrissy. And uh, Jack and Janet are like, well, you should, you know, stand up for yourself. Yeah, you got to be more assertive and get in there and like. And they do this whole bit where Jack and Janet start arguing about what Chrissy should do and how she should be more assertive. While Chrissy keeps trying to interject, and they keep telling her to stay out of it, and then uh, finally she stands up and says, "I know my self worth, and I'm going to go in there tomorrow, and I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell J.C. Braddock, my boss, J.C. Braddock. J.C. Braddock. I'm going to march right into Braddock's office, and I'm going to lay it on the line." I know my worth. I know my worth. And they're worth. like, yeah, Chrissy, you do it. Yeah. Now, oh. Oh, hi, big boy. Big boy's here. Oh, big boy. Hey, okay. hey, kitty. Hi. Get out of the way, liberal. Wow, crossing right in front of the screen. Yes. <laughs> what did you call him? You had another name for him today. Oh, I don't remember. Alicia calls him Lou Peters. Big Boy okay. has like four names. Oh, yeah, he's got yeah. tons of names. Sorry, everyone. Okay, the cat. Wow, and now he's just crossing out the other way. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's our whole life. Oh, God. Okay. Naughty We're sorry, everybody. Okay. Right. We're going to mean this to be like Dr. Doolittle or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next thing you know, she's coming home. Chrissy's coming home the next day. She's co- totally excited. And uh, this is the part where I was like, look at this fashion corner. Because, well, she comes in with like a scarf draped over her. Yeah. And she's very colorful red dress on. And And with the scarf, scarf it looks great. Yeah, it's almost like it Superman. Does. Plus, this is it, but but this is but this is the look I'm talking yeah. about right here, where it's just a more flowy, fabricy, yeah. drapey, yeah, yeah situation. But mm-hmm. Janet is wearing an apron, like a one that you tie around your right. waist, but she's got it up over um, her chest. She's got it tied under around her, her armpits. Under her armpits. And it's not explained. I'm assuming that was a thing. I'm assuming. No, that's. Wow. I'm assuming it was a thing that we missed on the DVDs. Maybe. 
Oh. Yeah. See, these are the mysteries that I will unravel as I unravel the mystery of where did I put them. (laughs) Where you put the DVDs. I'll find out one day. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, But she's incredibly excited. She's hugging uh, Janet. She's hugging Jack. Jack's worverting. She's hugging him again. He's worverting. He's worverting all over this scene. Um, Wervert Peasleton. And she... She finally says, you know, I got promoted. I'm the assistant to didn't the she vice say she president? The, to the vice president, right? I think so, yeah. And uh company vice president JC Braddock. JC yes. Braddock. Yes, she walks right it. into Braddock's office. Uh and every time she says something, then uh Jack squeals and Chrissy hugs him again and he warverts. Yeah. Happens like four times. It's a lot, um, and everybody's so happy for her. But then, but then she takes off her scarf, uh-huh. revealing her low cut dress, and says, "They made them notice me." No, uh, it was her boobs the whole time. You know, this is such a great moment because I really buy that Chrissy's too dumb to know what she's talking about because they really used her character so smart in this episode to mislead us. Oh, is there an interruption coming? Always. <laughs> yeah. Just, I hear, I hear our little friends. What do you need, Francie? What do you need, honey? Are they okay? Okay. Well, we're, we're doing our thing. You should brush your teeth and get in bed. Yeah. No. Yeah. We're going to do it. I need to check on my mini bubble world. I don't know what that means. I, I put, I put a little thing around this tree, and I made a circle, and then it's a little mini bubble Outside? Go check, then come in and brush your teeth and go to bed. Okay. Okay. You have two minutes out there. <laughs> okay. Sorry, what was I saying? You I can, I can say it again so that we can... Point. Oh, how s- smartly they used Chrissy's character in this one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Let's let's rewind and then uh, you can pick it up from okay, there. Okay. I think it's so smart how they use Chrissy's character to mislead us here. Because uh, we think, yeah, Chrissy's too dumb to know... Um, you know, when she says, like, I really showed them, you know, off or my, she met her talents, you know, yeah. <laughs> I think she really means it. So it's a it's a really, really smart moment. Uh, I don't know how yeah. often you can do this, but this was a very crafty little piece of writing. And she's I really I really liked it. And that she's also aware of uh, that she's showing off as we like later with a line. later. Yeah. She like she knows what's up. She knows what. She knows what's up. Chrissy's pretty smart. Um. So she Chrissy goes into her bedroom. Um. No, that's that's where it goes to commercial. Oh. And then I mean, at least on the part um on Pluto, it went to commercial there. I thought we do commercial. Okay. Uh, that was the thumping of the cat jumping down into the bathtub over there. Apparently, <laughs> is that thumping? He he has like. I mean, they're just like, he's like a Clydesdale. 
going yeah, through the house like, all the time. You know, like <laughs> a tail is to a normal horse. He is to normal cats. Yeah. You know, it's like he's the Clydesdale yeah. force of cats for sure. It's a yeah. He's he's a pretty and, and hence his name, Big Boy. Yeah, but he's yeah. not. He's not like a big fat cat. He's no. not. He's he's no. just very heavy footed. He's, he's heavy footed. That's it. Like he That's walks it. down he's the a... hallway sometimes, and I think it's one of the kids. Yeah, it's like, crazy. Why is the cat? When are the kids? When are Both the kids walking down the hallway? Four play. Um, yeah, his his hunting his hunting chops are completely gone. Totally. Oh yeah. Um, so, you guys have any commercials you wanted to talk about, or anything else? Well, I I well I will say. Yeah. What? Oh, go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say. Well, I did see a commercial today for life insurance. Yes. Starring uh, Joe Namath. <laughs> the king of commercials? He's got to be in his, he's gotta be in his 80s. Yeah. Wait, I'm going to look up. Easily. His 80s. Joe he could be in his 90s. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, he's 79 years yeah, 79, old. He was born in right. 1943, so he's 79 years old. Yeah, so I saw him on a commercial today, and I was like, oh, boy. Wow. There he is, still hawking stuff on TV. Man. Wow. That's pretty impressive. And, and Joe Namath, of course, our viewers, or our, sorry, our listeners will know, mm. as the pitch man for Noxzema in the mm. 70s, behind the... Uh, now infamous commercial, let Noxzema cream your cream face. face. And then your he face. slathers Noxzema <clears throat> all over this, po- this, this woman's face. <laughs> oh, boy. Did you see, did you see my Facebook post today, Matteo, in, in the show? In the show? In the show, Facebook? <laughs> in the show. In the, I did not. <laughs> well, I posted, I wanted people to, to send us their commercials. You know that oh, they, that's a great yeah, idea. That, but what we got was a comment back. Uh-huh. Oh, I lost her. Where is she? We got a comment back, and I don't know if if because it's this person here. I don't know if it's Lori Lee is her name, right? And it's N Beckham. Like I don't know if her name's Lori Lee N Beckham or And Beckham. Oh, Beckman. Beckman. Uh-huh. So it could be Lori Lee Beckman. I don't know. But anyway, she wrote back that she and her boyfriend listened to the uh, Robert Loja commercial like 20 times. (laughs) Because they were stuck in traffic. So they listened to it over and over. I thought that was awesome. It's a great commercial. That's a good one. That's a good one. I did introduce Tucker to Mm. Big Bob's Carpet Outlet. You ever heard about this? Big Bob's. No. I think this was a. This must have been a regional thing. It was definitely a regional thing. Uh, but we like all of us as I kids had seen this commercial so much that we would sing the little like jingle at the end or the little chant at the end Love a good all jingle. the time. Oh, it's not a good yeah. jingle. It's just a chant. <laughs> <laughs> and this is now you were living in Ohio. In Ohio, yeah. In Ohio. And it was just everybody knew Big there. Bob's carpet. Okay, Do you want to hear it. the whole thing or just the jingle at the just end? Just the jingle at the okay, end. Let's see if I can get most of the last part. This is the last like 15 seconds of it. 14 seconds. 
That's it. Oh, but we would. That's it. Big Bob. Big Bob. Big Bob. Big Bob. Yeah. And we would sing it all the time. Loved it. Carpet. I wanted my parents to buy carpet Loved from him it. so bad. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Oh man. Well, you, I mean, you know, regional commercials—they're the best kind. Yeah, I just <laughs> my guy was my regional guy was Tom Peterson. Who's Tom Peterson? He's around like like Portland area, but he had like because yeah, he was always like um, advertising on the on the local on the uh, cartoon show Ramblin' Rod that was on in the morning. Uh-huh. So it was always Tom Peterson commercials, and like honestly, I know Tom Peterson's face and and him more than I know. I'm like, did he was he like furniture or what was it? <laughs> I can't yeah, remember. And I wasn't even, you know, I was on the other side of the state, but that's where oh. the TV came from. Like that's right. where the morning show. The morning show I would take in as a youngster. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Tom Peterson, but he's he made a bunch of he's he has a bunch of appearances in like um a bunch of Gus Van Sant movies. Oh, and, weird. Because, uh, you know, Portland. And yeah. then um, he's in Mr. Holland's Opus for a second because mm. Portland. And, but he's like a local uh-huh. legend. He's he's passed away a long time ago now. But, uh, yeah, he was kind of a pop culture icon in the Pacific Northwest. And you can't remember what he sold? Yeah, it was like furniture. or He might have done a lot of things over the years. You right, know what I that's mean? true. But yeah, Tom Peterson. He's the best. <laughs> Big Bob's a, Big Bob's a schmuck. He's the best. I mean, I grew up with Jerry Springer. That's true. You guys were was, thick as thieves. He was on the he was on the news. Yeah, in Cincinnati. In Cincinnati. After he was mayor. After it, was he mayor? I think he was mayor uh, after he was on the news, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Cool. I don't remember, but I one of my all-time favorite yeah. TV theme show songs is WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's oh. a great one. Such a good one. It's good. <clears throat> oh, don't get us started on theme songs. Come on, please. Oh. Okay, all right. Okay, <laughs> we gotta get back to we the show. Get back to the show. Okay, back to the show. Back to the show. We're back at the apartment, and Janet's like, "Well, you've really done it now." And she's yelling at Jack. Chrissy's out of the room. And what? Oh, kid's playing a piano now. Okay, um, an out-of-tune piano. We live in a haunted house. We just moved into a haunted house <laughs> where young, young spirits play out-of-tune pianos. Uh, she's like, you've really done it now. You told her to wear a low-cut dress. And uh, which did he? I don't. Remember I don't know that, because but I was we didn't writing see a lot that. Of notes, no, so he didn't in this didn't. version. Oh, but maybe I bet in we the missed other. Him. Yeah, because right. we, we were kind of a little confused when it came back from commercial. Right, I, I was at least. Um, and then uh, they accuse each other of sexism. Uh, he's saying that. Yeah, right. He's like, well, you're you're just you're assuming that she couldn't have gotten this on her merits, and that she's just using her body. And Janet's saying that you know, you I can't remember what she was, but they were both 
going at each other pretty and then and then Chrissy comes out and reveals that JC had then taken her out for a two martini lunch at a hotel. Get this. At a hotel. Mm, she says that right before she walks into the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Where was she before? I don't know. Cause she like disappeared for them to have their little yeah, go around and then and she reappears and then she's right. still so bubbly. From the martinis and the rays. From the martinis and the rays. And the two martini lunch. (laughs) And Janet then immediately thinks the worst. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and so then she's like, Jack, you've really done it now. This is all your fault. Yeah. And ding dong, someone's at the door and the ropers show up. And uh, he's there to, they're there to finish the drapes. Which he left the day before. You remember that? I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have to finish this tomorrow. Yeah, he had like he had like four drapery clips left, and he was like, ah. I'll he had a lot to back. do downstairs. This, these, I mean, uh, the whole thing is just so ridiculous. He had like five. It would be funnier if the plumbing was just out. Yeah, but then yeah. we wouldn't have had They've to done that a lot. drapes. True. Plus, Helen had to be there to help sure. her. Yeah. So. yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Um, and then uh, this is when Chrissy then reappears with a little suitcase mm-hmm. and says that she is going off to Las Vegas. She's going to Vegas with Braddock. With J.C. Braddock. For an overnight trip. An overnight trip. And Stanley's like, Helen, I need your help. And Helen's like, no, this over here is much better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Stanley's like, uh, Chrissy, here's some money to play a couple hands of blackjack for me. Again, remember last week when yeah. I was like, I'm going to report back when I find the DVDs and see if there's anything missing? Right. Because he made that joke about their wedding night. Right. And he said, oh, okay, you go get ready. I'll get the cards. I'm, like, I'm telling you, he just left while she was in the bathroom. He went camping. Oh, but anything, that's what happened on their wedding night. And I bet it'll be revealed when I find the DVDs. Oh, the mysteries that will be solved. Anyway, I just wanted to uh, talk about that for further evidence. Thing. Okay. Because he's addicted to gambling. Right. So he gives her money to play blackjack before she heads off to the Regal Beagle where she's going to meet J.C. Braddock. J.C. Braddock. And they're going to head off to the airport together. And uh, so she leaves. Oh, boy. We got to do something. Um, And Jack's like, what are we going to do? And she says, Janet says, you're going to go down there and punch that Braddock in the nose. Yeah. Oh, boy. Right. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Now, you know, if you're taking notes furiously, Mm -hmm. you might not see what that it's coming. Right. But it's about to turn into a real threes company episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And it's before yeah. you know it, you're yeah, writing and then you go, uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. I know what you're doing. So the next thing you know, Chrissy's entering the Regal Beagle. Looking for her boss. Yep. And uh, she sees, she sits down with a lady and, oh, yeah, it's a lady. It's a lady. Big, big surprise. It's a big reveal of the episode. Big reveal there. Everyone goes, oh. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see this coming. I did not I see this I only saw coming. it coming I'm so because dumb. 
on Pluto TV, the picture they show is of J.C. Braddock, and the show's called Chrissy's New oh, Boss. So I'm like, oh, it's oh, a woman. Yes. So yeah. thanks a lot, Pluto. That's so terrible. <laughs> That's so terrible. Thank God I didn't even pay attention right. to that. I was like, darp, 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 darp. Uh, <laughs> Who's that lady? I whatever. Darp, darp, darp. Um, <laughs> but then she tells Chrissy, you know, she's like, you know, I want you, I want to talk to you about a couple things. Mm-hmm. She says to her, <laughs> hide your boobs. Yeah. What was the other one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I have a good joke. That was a good one. That was great. That was great. It was a yeah. good joke. And uh, so then an, a, a new well, well, character enters. Oh, wait. Do we – J.C. Braddock. Now, let's hear about this her. This is such a fascinating little ch- uh, piece of trivia for us. Um, just a year later, at the age of 50, uh, this actress, Emmeline Henry, passes away. Uh, in Palm Springs, California. This is one of her very last uh, appearances on screen. She got her start all the way back in 1954 uh, doing small films uh, until she gets on a a show called uh, Highway Patrol in 1956 through 58. Then she's on this show called Mickey, 64, 65. She's on an uh, episode of the, The Munsters, Petticoat Junction, Rosemary's Baby she's in. And also various characters in the Carol Burnett show. Oh. She gets uh, I Dream of Jeannie, where she plays uh, Amanda Bellows, uh, which is a recurring character for four years from 66 to 70. She's on the Red Skelton Hour, Green Acres, Bob Newhart Show, Barnaby Jones, Love Boat. And in 1979, she gets Three's Company. Um, now, she is going to come back. Uh, in 1979, so she got one more episode uh, that she's going to be doing as J.C. Braddock uh, in an upcoming episode next season. Oh. Uh, but then, but then that very same year, 1979, she passes away at the at the young age of 50. Wow! Does it say what happened? It does not say what happened. Wow! Mm. Another mystery unfolded. <laughs> Very, very sad, but she was a. And now we have. She was a great presence on the show. I thought. I thought she was a really good actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she tells Chrissy that she needs to uh, cut down on the low cut blouses. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that she doesn't need to do that. And this is where the guy enters. And the, yeah. And then this is our and second. And she habits. appreciates her confidence. She tells her oh, that yeah. too. Like she's telling her that she thinks she really has the skills to do yeah. this. She's really pumping her up. Yeah. And helping her self-confidence. Self-confidence, yeah. So then this guy enters the bar in the back and he's all just like, "Hey, hey Jim, pour me a drink." And I was oh, like, "What the drink. fuck is going on?" <laughs> this and guy this guy and takes then three shots. We, he takes three shots in a row, and it's established that this is Bartender Jim's uncle, Chef Anton. And this is where even the slowest amongst us, that's me, is like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Anton's going to get punched or something. First of all, his name is Anthony. That's number one, because he does not look like an Anton at all. He also doesn't look at all no. related to Jim the bartender. 
Um, no. So our second no. Paddockins of the week is uh, an actor named Richard McKenzie, uh, born in 1930 in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, and uh, he's still with us. Um, and in what? fact, his last TV role was in 2002 on an episode of Judging Amy. Uh, but he actually gets his start way, way back in 1961 on an episode of My Three Sons. Uh, he's in the Waltons, Y Five O, the Jeffersons. He plays in Roots. He's a character in the, the movie Roots. Uh, he gets th- uh, Three's Company in 1978. Then he goes on to be in All in the Family, One Day at a Time. Um, let's see. In 1979, 81, he's on the episode, or he's in four episodes of the series Soap as Doctor Saxon. Um, oh, yeah, nice. so he had a he had a really long career. Uh, not any sort of, oh, he's in the facts of life. <laughs> MacGyver. Oh, that's great. Highway to heaven. Oh, what a favorite of mine. Matlock, 21 Jump Street. Wow. He really, Al, oh God. Quantum Leap, the Golden Girls. These guys oh. did this stuff just did it all. He's Jack and the Golden Girls. That's, that's the episode where, um, Jack. that's where, that's where, um, uh, Blanche's, uh, how do you say it? Mammy comes back. <laughs> to reclaim a music box that she gave to Blanche's father. Oh yeah. And Jack, who's Jack? He plays the, uh, the, the, I think the, one of the, like the probate lawyer, basically who's overseeing the, uh, the, the, yeah. Anyway, he also goes on to be in Herman's head, the fresh Prince of Bel-Air, NYPD blue, empty (laughs) nest, picket fences, grace under fire. I mean, this guy really, really did it, uh, but he never really got a recurring role on a, on a show. He was just a, Oh, are you guys there? Yeah. Oh, I don't see your picture anymore. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he uh, never got a recurring role on a show, but wow, what a career. Just dozens and dozens and dozens of credits over 40 years. So good for him. Yeah. Oh, wow. Good run. Jeez. Good well, for him. Good for him. And it all comes down to this. He's <laughs> slobbering drunk at this point. Yeah, he's taking, <laughs> he's taking a bunch shots. of shots. And now he's like, I and need to know. He's like, hey, Jim's like, hey, do you think you would hire my friend Jack? Yeah. And he's like, I need to know more about it. Like, and if he drinks too much. Yeah. <laughs> and Jim's like, well, you know, his good friend Chrissy is right over there. She yeah, can tell you all about it. J.C. Braddock has excused herself to the to the to telephone. The, to the telephone. To call her husband. That's right. Who usually travels with her. Yeah, she talks about her husband a lot. Yeah. So now we know there's no funny business. She means the best for Chrissy. And uh, so she excuses herself out of the scene so that we can replace her with this drunk Anthony fella. And Anthony asks <laughs> Chrissy... If Jack would be a good chef, and she's like, "Oh yes, of course, he'd be," and gives him a glowing review, glowing, and says that if he doesn't believe her, she he can ask Janet. Which I was like, "Why'd she even say that? I don't understand why she even brought <laughs> Janet up." <laughs> yeah, because we had to get Anton to have the same reaction every man has when he finds out Jack is living with two women. Oh, that's right. Because she said, I should know I live with him. And then she said, Janet lives with Jack, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. right. Yeah. He's like, (laughs) 
He's like Dean Travers about it. He, <laughs> two girls. Two girls. Triple. And then, so this is when uh, Jack and Janet arrive at the Regal Beagle, <clears throat> all ready to save Chrissy from this disgusting, Ugh, beady-eyed. Oh, plus that's right. Do we Perverts care? Always beady-eyed. If they were going immediately after Chrissy leaving the apartment, they would have been like thirty seconds behind her. Right. They probably could have yelled at her down the street, like, Chrissy, wait. (laughs) Jack had to change his outfit or something. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, um, And then he's like, all right, I've got to do something. Because at this point, Anton's like, well, thank you, Chrissy, for your help. And he kisses her hand. Mm -hmm. And then that's when Jack comes over and... Proceeds to do weird shit to him. Well, he, he does stuff that only on could happen arm. in Three's company. It's like the it's, peanut butter arm incident. He just starts yeah. cheesing his arm. He's cheesing with his arm. Cheese spread. Like they're just eating cheese spread at the table. Then he winds his head, like 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 so many Joe Namath's creaming faces. Yeah, he just winds <laughs> just his winding his head and then rubs it in. <laughs> yeah, shampoos it in. He like He's shampoos like the wine into his, his scalp. hair. Which is just the weirdest thing to do to anyone. Like, I thought he was going to punch him in the face. No, he's going to cheese his arms. Cheese his arm and wind his head. So weird. Oh, man. And that's when JC comes back from the farm. And Chrissy says... She's like, what's going on? And Chrissy's like, oh, JC... And Janet's like, J.C.? Oh, and it dawns on everyone oh. that they're in a Three's Company. They realize they're on Three's Company. <laughs> and oh, realizes who's this? They say. rubbing condiments all over the chef. And he says, uh, they find out that this is Uncle Anton. And Jack tries just a bunch of weird petting. Lines and yeah, and he, and he it's pets weird. Him. It's pets super him. weird. He pets him. a lot. Yeah. It's very weird. The chef Anton justifiably he he gives him a mustard beard, kind of. Yeah, that's what chef Chef Anton does. That's what any man would do. <laughs> and he says with this, if you want to be a chef, as he said, you could. Here's a recipe: mustard on a nut. Yeah. It's a pretty good one. Pretty good. Oh, mustard on a nut. I mean, that's the best because they could come with (laughs) mustard on a nut. Sure. And then they and then then they get a nice tight shot of Jack with mustard on his face, so that people could applaud for a while. They appreciate the crowd loved it. The crowd loved it. Loved Loved it. it. Oh man! Loved all the food play. And that's like that's the end of the episode. Tag scene. But we have a tag scene. I was gonna say the Ropers are finally finishing the drapes. Finally finishing the drapes. Which they look again, great. They look fantastic. They should be there. Yeah. They look wonderful. And then uh so they're like, Oh, thank you, Mr. Roper. And like Chrissy and Janet both give him a kiss on the cheek. 
And then Jack goes in to give him a kiss. And Loper freaks out so much. He knocks all the drapes on. And, uh, yeah, oh, we didn't mention his earlier homophobia. When? When, when oh. he asked Jack yes. why he hasn't done it yet. I, I know, I heard you, you're kind of real good at this sort of thing. Or something oh, like yeah. That. And then, he, and then Jack kind of like gets up with him, gets on the, on the ladder with him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, oh, it's so funny because like this weird part of the show, which is like the whole way that Jack gets to live there. It's just, it's so stupidly handled where if you dropped it, I, I don't know that it changes anything. Like I just, I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's such a weird thing to have in the yeah, show every now and I again. Know. It's, it's not like we're getting new jokes out of it. They just no. do the same jokes over and over again. Yeah. Just kind of every now and then to remind us that that's part of the arrangement here. I like how, you know, our friends over at the Kids in 201. Yeah. Love them. They're Brilliant. Our favorites. Geniuses. Yes. They sum up this episode by saying, a landlord's work is never done, especially when he's homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> that's great true, true. that's fantastic uh, well that was well, let's a, give us some dominomine voos yeah what yeah. do you think you know I have to say I I do miss Hoban but Powers runs a tight ship right. yeah. I feel like yeah. the pacing is really great I feel yeah. like the stories are you know more linear and, and the tag scenes all pay off He's doing a bang-up job, and uh, it, it seems to be getting tighter all the time. Um, even the shots, the way that the, they, they shoot <laughs> so it. Like, more linear. I'm like, not like the early experimental Hoban days. <laughs> <laughs> the impressionistic years of, of, of Bill Hoban. Yeah. <laughs> uh, genius. Is this a documentary? Is it a oh drama? What is, what is this? Hoban. <laughs> no, I think you're right. <laughs> Those episodes were genius. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, but uh, I'm going to say for <laughs> me, this was a solid episode. Good jokes, great acting, awesome patikins. Um This is going to get 4.69 Dominomini booze from me. Nice. 4.69? Loved it. Loved it. Nice. All right, so I'm just on the four-star scale. <laughs> that's almost a five-star review. Okay, yeah. that's, that's I'm going to give it three and three-quarter stars. Wow, that's a pretty high score. Which is the highest I think I've ever given. Francie's a weenie. Francie's a weenie. All right. If we were smart, we would shut our door. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it... Probably going to give it uh, – whoa, Jinx almost fell off the bed. Which is weird. Uh, it's weird that we're on a bed. Um, listen, I think this is a great, great episode. Uh, it has everything you want in a Three's Company episode. Mm. You have a guy that uh, you're, you're sure is going to get punched 
that yeah. ends up getting shampooed with wine. <laughs> That's what I look for. You got a face full of mustard. You got a face full of mustard on it. Yeah, mustard on a nut. You got some boobs. You got boobs. You got a few of the yeah. boobs. Yeah, they even brought the boobs back for this episode. Yeah. There you go. This is really. It's all the Three's Company has. Yeah, but uh, but you know, I th- I still think there are heights to be reached. Oh, leave I'm, it to Dave Powers. Yeah, I think Dave Powers has a lot more to show us. And I'm going, this may seem conservative, but it is a pretty strong review, I would say. I'm going to give it 4.25 dominant nominated reviews. Oh, you're on a five-point score, too? I'm on a five-point score. Oh. Yeah. Pretty solid score, I've got to say. Pretty solid score. Yeah. I hope This might be our highest scoring episode ever. I hope that someday... You know, I don't care when. It could be 100 years from now. But there's someone that finds this podcast and loves it so much <laughs> that they know which one got the most dominant reviews. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this has it's to be like one to of my... Somebody out there. I think I've given a 4.75 before, but this one was a pretty... This one was pretty high up there for me. It's pretty yeah. high. Yeah, yeah. I had a really one. good time it's with it. It's classic formula. It's classic Three's Company formula. It really is. It's a good one. It's nice, you guys. It's, it's nice. nice. It's nice. It feels like home. Okay. Um, okay, so what's next? Zelvix. All right. Um, well, we, we can't actually do it this week because I screwed up. I, I didn't remember oh, that right. I had watched the, this episode. And so I watched oh. the next one thinking I hadn't wa- – I got screwed up with the – Right. So you with, know with the episode. So I know so what's going to happen. Well, I guess Jinx has to guess. Oh, oh okay. That's great. Oh. oh, yeah. It's, I love it. Okay. What's your name? What's your psychic name? My psychic name is um, – it's Jinx. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. How about Works that? Out. Good thinking. Madam Jinx. I once – was a camp counselor at a Girl Scout camp. Girl Scout camp? Girl Scout camp. Girl Scouts. Yeah. And everybody, Scottish girls. All the, all the counselors had to have nicknames for some yeah. reason. And so they had nicknames like Gadget. and Gadget. Yeah. Some, okay. One of them was Gadget and somebody else was Sassafras. Like oh. they had nicknames like that. And so when I introduced myself, I just introduced myself as Jinx because I didn't know about this. Yeah. And they were all like, that's a great one. And I was like, okay. Thanks. So I just got to be myself all summer. It's huh. <laughs> great. It's great. Okay. Anyway. Okay. This episode is called The Crush. The Crush. The Crush. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I really want it to be a Roper centric episode, but I don't think mm. it's going to be. Mm. <sighs> oh, Mario. Mario. Oh, I know. I know. Can't I know. Okay. 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 I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look at Mario. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I'm not going to look at Mario. Okay. I'll so just show you my hair. Okay. Janet uh-huh. is working at the flower shop. Interesting. <laughs> okay. She's I feel like there's the gonna be a shop. handsome man. There's a handsome. See, man. my my psychic powers work different than Matteo's. Uh-huh. Janet's working at the flower shop. I feel like there's gonna be a handsome man. Uh huh. And everybody has a crush on him. Oh. 
And Jack has to mm. pretend that he has a crush on him too. Because oh, or else that's a good one. Mr. Roper will know. Okay. So Jack has to go along with it. Great. Exciting. Ooh. I love it. I love that it's you, not me. <laughs> now are you going to try to factor the roper into the, the ropers into this that you know that's part of the yeah trick. helen i think helen's cool. part of it helen's helen's all in on the on the big crush ah okay okay and roper's all like i don't get it jacks has to be all like i do right yeah well, All right. until next week, and when we find out if you are correct. Yeah. And so now <laughs> it's time that we end this episode the same way we always do. Yes. With a toast. With a toast. Oh, that's right. We're doing the toast now. Is this how I'm we're doing it? I drink. guess. I don't, I don't know. know. I thought it's it was fine. a good idea, but now I'm kind of meh. I know yeah, I'm right? kind of meh because nothing really stood out. But maybe I'm toast. just kind of meh because I don't have a drink. So oh, yeah. I'm just drinking like LaCroix. Well, I That's did learn toast. that um, you should never take initials as any sort of indication of gender. Right. Because hmm. it'll get you in trouble more often than Every not. Every time. Yeah. Every time, y'all. Yeah. Don't do that. As witnessed in tonight's episode. This is yeah. like the Alfred Hitchcock moment where it's like, tonight we learned. I yeah. always fall into the misgendering trap, like, just terrible. And this is a good yeah. reminder to keep your wits about yeah. you and be, be open and uh, mindful. Guys, yeah, keep your wits about you and be open and mindful. <laughs> I just thought of that. Yeah. Good idea. All right. Well, bye. This is section.